You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 102, featuring special guest Courtney Mack of Broadway's Six. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Can I let you in on a little secret? Thriving on social media does not have to be as daunting as it sounds, so let me help you. With my brand new online course, The Essential Guide to Instagram for Actors, you'll learn all my insider tips into defining your brand, creating high quality content, increasing your engagement, and building a following on Instagram. Take it from someone who started on social media completely from scratch in 2017 and built an empire of over 10,000 loyal followers. If I can do it, so can you. As a special thank you for listening today, you will get 30% off your purchase of the course by going to actoraesthetic.com slash Instagram and using the code podcast30. Can't wait to see you all shine on Instagram. Well, hey, friends, it's Maggie. Thanks for joining me again this week for the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. I just had the most magical conversation with Broadway actress Courtney Mack. Courtney is a New York City-based actress, singer, and dancer. She's originally from a small town in Wisconsin and came to Chicago to pursue a musical theater degree at Columbia College. She is now on Broadway as an alternate in Six, the musical. Her recent theater credits include Six at the Ordway, the Citadel Theater, American Rep Theater, and Chicago Shakespeare Theater, Ghost with Theater at the Center, Million Dollar Quartet with Paramount Theater, and so much more. She received a Jeff Award for Actress in a Principal Role for her lead performance in Heather's the Musical as Veronica Sawyer. She was also featured in Chris Jones's Chicago Tribune article, 10 Hot New Faces of 2016. In this episode, I chat with Courtney about her training at Columbia College, the theater scene over in Chicago versus New York City, and her Broadway debut in Six, the musical, that was temporarily halted due to the COVID-19 crisis. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat. Thank you for joining us this week. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So let's start off by talking a little bit about where you grew up initially. I know that you were born in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and how you got involved in theater. So I, yeah, I grew up in a small town in uh, Wisconsin and I wasn't really introduced to theater. I always knew I wanted to sing Mm. and act. I watched the Disney Channel a lot as one does. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do that one day. But I was super shy. So I didn't, I I wasn't outgoing. I wasn't like, 
I had to hide if I was singing, if somebody wanted me to sing. I remember when I got into high school, that's when I started to do a couple musicals and stuff like that. And I was choir. And I vividly remember hiding in a bathroom stall. And my friend was outside and I, (laughs) I was singing like one of the solos for choir or, or singing like something for a musical and I was like hey do you want to listen to this but I'm gonna hide in the bathroom because I don't want you to look at me or like I can't do it in front of you (laughs) I'm still like that even now which is so bizarre but yeah I didn't get into theater until till high school and then I found out like that was the only thing that really I was good at (laughs) like everything else in high school I was just awful at um I really didn't know anything about theater until I got to Columbia. And after high school, I took a year and I went to Luther College in Decorah, Iowa. And they basically just breed opera singers and music teachers. (laughs) So that's basically (laughs) all they do. And um, I, I only went there because my choir teacher went there. Like I didn't do my due diligence. I didn't look at like what schools to go to because I didn't know what, you know, the typical, what do I want to do with my life? I actually had somebody who I knew from my hometown who went to Columbia. So I was messaging him because he was in the acting department. So I was asking him like if there's musical theater program because I was so craving to do theater. And being at Luther, I knew like my, my, um, vocal coach there he wouldn't let me do musical theater it was all legit soprano stuff which was great I learned I did learn a lot there Mm -hmm. um to like help me singing wise um but yeah no musical theater which was so sad were you considered a transfer student when you moved over to Columbia or did you audition for any other schools no just Columbia and again my bad because I just didn't look at any other schools I was considered to be a new student sophomore um so I graduated in in three years at Columbia I didn't have to do four years or anything um and I was in the I was in the new freshman new student showcase when I first got there so that was like my introduction to kind of the not the big the big league kind of musical theater but you know I had a taste of it um versus like the community theater that in the high school that kind of stuff um so at Columbia that was you that was a degree in musical theater yeah so I auditioned for the BFA program and then I got a degree in that um but that came, I think, the end of my sophomore year. How do you feel your training at Columbia prepared you for what's been a few years now in the professional theater industry? Um, I feel like I feel like there's only so much that they can teach you. They can groom you into how to audition. They can teach you all about like all the different genres 
and the history of musical theater and all of that. But the one thing that I found once I got out of college um, was that it wasn't so cookie cutter. Yeah. If that makes (laughs) any sense. Uh Like, I feel like they really put us in boxes and I hope it's not like that anymore. Mm -hmm. But they were like, you're an ingenue. You're going to be a soprano. These are the things that you can do. Did they say that to you? I mean, no, not so much like that, like bluntly, but yeah, we, like my class and I, we talked about it all the time, how it's like, they put us in these things. Like I am an actor. I should be able to do all these different types of things. I should be able to do comedy. I should be able to do drama. I should be able to do a character role and or a ingenue role. Like that's the point of acting. Can't blame the the program at some point because they're seeing students from ages 18 19 years old and and how they were when they came into the program Uh but many times when you leave a program you have gained skills in all facets of theater so now you're trying to push your way out of this box that you were put Uh into from the very beginning so I'm not surprised yeah and I mean towards the the last two years I was working on like legit soprano like that was my wheelhouse at the end of my my um two years there and then my first couple shows were sideshow and heathers I played Veronica that's not soprano (laughs) and then now I feel as though I feel like the roles have kind of reversed because <laughs> Chicago is pretty small um, in terms of theater. I feel like once you do one show or a couple shows, m- people start to You're get to set. know. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. Uh-huh. But then they're like, oh, that was the girl in Heather's. She can scrout her face off. Let's try to get her to do more scrouty shows. <laughs> and then it's like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. But there's more opportunity to do all different kind of stuff once you're outside of school. After you graduated, you stayed in mm-hmm. Chicago. And what was the theater scene like in Chicago for you? It was interesting because I, I think I was super lucky because, I mean, in school, I didn't get cast in a lot of things. I only got cast in two shows my senior year. And that was it. I was so nervous to actually start auditioning for stuff. But then I was like, okay, this is the week. There's auditions. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Actors' Equity. I'm going to audition. <laughs> um, and then there was an audition for Porchlight for Sideshow. Yeah. And so I auditioned for that. I got, like, two callbacks. And then I got cast on that show. And that was, a, like, a lower-tier equity house. Yeah. So I was, like, super pumped. Were you still non-union? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I like got my EMC points. I felt super, super lucky. And then the next couple of shows, well, I did Heather's. That was a storefront theater. You got to pay your dues and like do the shows that are like four months of work for 300 bucks, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But then I did a few shows at Paramount Theater and Theater at the Center. And yeah, I, I feel like I really haven't done that much. 
you're right when you say Chicago is a hard theater scene to break into, but once mm-hmm. you break into it, they're so good to you, it seems. And tell me then how the audition for Six came about because you were, were you still in Chicago or you said you were on, you were on I a was cruise? Working, I was working on a cruise ship and I was on the ship and I got a text message from Roberta Duchek, mm-hmm. who was my voice teacher and she's also the the music director. And she was like, when are you going to be off the ship? And I was like, I think it was May 12th, no, May 9th or something like that. I immediately went to my agent and was like, hey, can I send something in for this? Because I'd love to do it. So then I sent in probably like 13 videos. <laughs> like they first sent me uh, Seymour Sides. I did Heart of Stone, and then they oh. sent me Bolin Sides. And it was so funny because I was in this storage room behind the, the theater. And, you know, it's a, it's a ship. So, like, there's a bunch of crew people that are coming in and out. <laughs> and I had my one friend. He was playing piano for me. And then I had, for the, for the monologue, he was, <laughs> I wrote off all the, the, the dialogue <laughs> even even for the songs too oh I do and, that all the time <laughs> oh my gosh it's I literally did that for the first time on the ship and I was like why haven't I done this sooner <laughs> there were some fun times with that because he'd just be giggling and then I'd Aww. start to laugh and I had to send in choreo videos that I had to learn off of my phone and then send them in the next day which was like insane mm-hmm. um and then they told me that I didn't get it or like there just like wasn't any information. But I got an email from my agent and she was like, they want to see you one more time because they're looking at you for replacing Sam Pauli for the last half of the Chicago um, run. I got off the ship and we were over in the UK. We were flying back to New York and I had an audition for Beautiful, the national tour that day. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, we're just going to rent out a room for you. And we're going to provide an accompanist for you too. And we'll do it virtually. And I was like, okay, this is a lot. Um, Because I had never auditioned in New York before. So I was like, why do they want to do this before my other audition. I was super pumped about Beautiful because Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, six isn't going to happen, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I got super, super sick. No. I, like, on the ship, everybody was getting sick. There were so many um, counts of, like, walking pneumonia. And so I remember being out. we, We had a day off. And my parents were on the ship with me that those like couple weeks and um, we were out walking in, I think France or Brussels or something like that. Completely lost my voice. No. So, and on the way back on the plane, I'm pretty sure I had a fever. I felt like I was going to vomit everywhere. And then I had to cancel both of the auditions. No. And then- once we got back to New York, we just, like, went straight back home. Mm. Um, so they had said, well, 
if you can be back in Chicago in the next couple of days, which I was going to be anyway, um, then we can see you then. So I finally got back to Chicago. They wanted me to see the first dress rehearsal or the first um, preview. And so I saw that uh -huh. and it was like awesome because I got some like insight about what the show was about. Mm -hmm. Cause at that point, nobody really knew what I was and about. This, was at, this at the time, the show was already running at Chicago Shakes. It was their first preview. Then the next day I had my, my audition and it was so funny too, because I was sitting right next to Carrie Ann, the choreographer. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, is that her? I think it's her. Um, and so I asked, are you the choreographer? And she's like, yeah, I am. And then I said, um, I'm going to be auditioning for you guys tomorrow. And she's like, what? <laughs> there's an audition. There's, there's an audition. <laughs> she didn't said, even know. She didn't know. <laughs> um, and she was like, wait, are you dancing? And I, I said, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we're doing dancing. She was like, why doesn't anybody ever tell me these things? So that was a fun little That's so moment. awkward too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then the next day, you know, the audition happened. Everybody was super nice and it was so fun. And I think that was, that was it. And then the next day I found out I had it. Um, wow. The next day. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I don't remember. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> roughly, roughly within 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And when you were hired on, you were hired on basically for a replacement for the that time until the remainder of the run when Sam yep. left and the then, show. And then for Boston as well. Right, Boston. Because you, yep. uh, Six performed quite a bit before it made it to Broadway. Chicago and Boston and St. Paul? We went, well... They went to um, the Citadel in uh -huh. Canada. Um, I wasn't supposed to be a part of that. Um, I honestly don't know why. <laughs> um, because they still had to call me in like the last week because there were some injuries and, and stuff like that. Even after you were placed, were there any understudies hired for this production or no? Not yet. There, there were just two. There were only Mallory and Nicole. Um, and they, they both went on like multiple times in right. Canada. Um, and then they both were do. they were both kind of the replacements in um, Minnesota because there were a couple of injuries. So then they had to hire on um, another girl so there were only two of us. Wow. And then all of a sudden, here you are, and you made it to the Broadway cast. Was there a point where they had, you had to maybe go through a re-audition process? How did you find out that you'd be involved in the cast on Broadway? So our Chicago run ended, and it was before we did Broadway in the park at Chicago. I remember being in my car. I was going to a core power class. <laughs> um, it's when you least expect it. Yeah. And my agent, she calls me and she's like, you're going to beep, beep Broadway. I don't want to swear, <laughs> but <laughs> she's like, you're going to Broadway. And I was like, wait, what? This is weird. 
Did you know that the production was going to Broadway yet? I feel like everybody kind of assumed because it was so big in the UK. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to be a part of it just because I was kind of like the outsider coming in. I wasn't a part of like the original, even though I came in for the Chicago cast. um, I still kind of felt like the outsider stepping in. Yeah. Um, So... And even even some people said, like, they don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to pick Sam? Are they going to pick Courtney? Like, I don't know. It was just mm-hmm. very awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I was, I was just happy to come along for the ride. <laughs> you were just happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's a fun show, and I'm happy to be a part of it. So, like, in any capacity, it's fine (laughs) wow what a surreal just wild ride after that I was like I still really want to get a workout in and I feel like core power might calm me down so I still went to that class but I just remember being so I gave the the instructor so many evil glares because I was like what are you doing (laughs) what are you making my body do right now? I wanted to come and relax and this is not working because all I was doing was freaking out inside. Yeah. And I was texting my, my then boyfriend, now fiance. Um, I was going to see him uh, afterwards because he plays professional baseball or used to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was going to see him afterwards and I was just bawling. Mm. It's like, wild. what is happening? <laughs> wild. So, yeah. Six, I listen, I love six. And six really heavily relies on the theme of female empowerment, which is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Why do you mm-hmm. think this topic is so important for theater to explore these days? <laughs> Well, one, I think there's maybe only one other show that's like a full woman cast. Yeah. A lot of the shows I feel like have, th- th- there's just not, the show might be about a woman, but it could just, you know, tailor towards stupid boys. I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, it, I think, I think we were talking about the cast and I, we, we said that beehive. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only other show that had, that was all, an all woman cast, but this is like a full woman. They've, they've tried to keep it an all women um, cast band. Our stage manager is a woman, our wow. SM. Or um, ASM, like, there's really not Whoa. that many men. I mean, there's there's some, like some of the crew, the the um, uh, sound guy and, and, and stuff like that. But I feel like they tried to keep it more women, which is awesome. And also, I think it's a great time for it just because the Me Too movement happened not so long ago. And also with everything happening right now, I feel like once we come back, just being able to see 
all different shapes and sizes, all different colors on stage. I mean, I, I think they did a great job in, in showcasing that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the fact that they don't have to, the queens don't have to be um, black or white or like any, any, any person can play the queens, which I right. think is incredible. I feel like every age group, whether you're like super young, super old, <laughs> even if you're a man, <laughs> I feel like you can take away from the show, whether you're learning something or you're laughing or, um, I don't know, feeling all the feels. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I think, I think it's, a. also, I feel like nothing is, is, um, there's no other show like this. No. I think it's the first kind of of its kind and that also makes it super exciting and it's more of our like pop culture-y kind of, we connect with it more because it's very now. It reflects exactly what our industry should look like, but America looks like right now. It, mm -hmm. it reflects where we are at right now with the world and and what we're dealing with. And you're right, it's just so exciting because it is the first of its kind. There's no wonder why there was so much buzz even before y'all got to Broadway. But <laughs> then take me to that fateful day, <laughs> mid-March, because Six has a very unique story because it was supposed to open the day everything shut down. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how did you find out? Where were you? Tell me about it. So I was in my apartment. Mm -hmm. um, I'm only like a 15 minute walk away from the theater, which is amazing. Um, and I had, I had my family, my, my boyfriend, my sister, her fiance, my parents, my boyfriend's mom, and then my aunt. They were all flying in to come see opening <laughs> and they got in around like 11 and then we all went out um for lunch right away and and then came back kind of hung out for a bit I was doing a cute little post for Instagram um because that day a year ago I was making my audition videos on the ship wow. so I was making a cute little boomerang and posting it being like a year ago today I auditioned I sent my audition tape for the show. Um, <laughs> and it was like maybe a couple hours before I had to be at the theater. And after I posted that, some kid wrote on there, honey, don't you realize that Broadway is closed? Or like, so sorry, honey, Broadway is, is shut down right now. Um, <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> How dare he? I was like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> and at this point, you had no idea, right? No. I I immediately, like, was looking on online for some sort of an update because I was like, what the heck is this kid talking about? And then we finally, us, us girls, we finally started messaging each other being like, holy crap, is this legit? Like, what is what is going on? And we weren't getting any answers from our, our stage managers because I don't think they even had the, I think the, the governor just said 
Broadway's blacked out where nobody's doing anything. They just posted it on broadway.com or whatever website. And then we finally got a message from our stage manager just being like, yeah, it's, it's legit. Um, we're not doing opening tonight. If you guys want to come grab your stuff, um, come to the theater and, and I was just trying to like, (laughs) I was just trying to like run to the theater and grab all my, my stuff. Um, because I had, you know, flowers and have all these things that are coming and everybody was just like, it was some bad house at the theater. (laughs) I remember our stage managers and Brittany, they were all in um, their little dressing room office Mm -hmm. thing and they were drinking champagne and eating cupcakes on the floor. And I walked what else in do you my... do when you hear about a pandemic? <laughs> I know. Um, and I came in and I, um, Trey, my fiance, he was with me and, and they were like, you guys want a cupcake? <laughs> you can take some. <laughs> um, but then we, you know, we went back to my apartment. We just hung out and um, booked tickets to go back home because at that point mm-hmm. they had said, we're not coming back until April. 12th or something like that so I was like okay I have a couple weeks like I'll be gone for a couple weeks and then I can come back well it kept getting pushed back and Mm -hmm. pushed back and I didn't bring a lot of stuff home with me (laughs) listen me neither (laughs) except my family lives in New Jersey so if I had to go back up they would just drive me up (laughs) I'm sure it's a whole different story for you oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but here's the real disgusting part of everything is that I got these beautiful flowers from my agent and then I had these beautiful flowers that I got from a fan who came and saw, cause I think I went on for Kay Howard mm-hmm. the week before. They're still there. <laughs> I didn't throw them away because I was like, I'll be back in like two weeks. <laughs> it's been months. It's been months. Hopefully someone's throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I'm pretty sure they are moldy and <laughs> very dry. And all of my plants, which I named, no. they're, all, they're all gone too. So I still have to go back and Gosh. take care of that at some have you point. Been, have you been back at all since... So that's like the next thing that my fiance and I were, were trying to figure out is when to go back mm-hmm. um, just to clean up and, and throw that stuff away. Mm-hmm. I also have a bag of lettuce in my fridge that I'm pretty sure is now liquefied. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm just really <laughs> kicking myself. I do hope that when Broadway comes back, it's back bigger and better than ever. I think one thing that I've learned is definitely not to take performing for granted. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I feel like the general public who are not in theater, I feel like they might have taken all of us for granted just because we were a source of entertainment and now that's taken away and can't see it anymore. How are you using this time to stay 
positive and to take care of yourself? Well, it's, it's nice. I feel like I really lucked out um, just because Wisconsin is, um, at least where I'm at, is very spread out. We're kind of in a rural area and my parents live on a lake and wow. I can go outside and I have my dog. But I think for those moments where like you get so used to doing a, your own routine, especially when you're on Broadway, like I woke up, I worked out, um, I practiced, I did all these things, went to the show and mm-hmm. or had rehearsal and now there's nothing. So I think trying to create a routine to keep your mind <laughs> from going crazy um, so I've, I've really been trying to work out and take care of my body, but also indulge because I'm probably never going to have this time to indulge. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've eaten a lot, but it's been, it's been fine. Um, and I've been able, I've been actually very lucky because, um, Trey, my fiance, he's from the same town as I am. So we have a lot of family. There's a lot of like busy things going on. So I feel like I'm not too bored now. Whereas when we first started, I'd get into these weird moods. So now I'm like, okay, I have things I can do. I can do this. I can do that. So just trying to keep my body in shape and be healthy and my last question for you is if you could give one piece of advice to a young artist who's looking to pursue a career in the theater industry, what would that be? Well, thing that I would, would have told like someone like me, like I'm super, I was super shy, super self-conscious about everything. And I had no reason to be. So I would say try to live without fear, which I know is hard, especially when you're doing something that's so vulnerable, but just having that confidence, like that took me such a long time. And even now, like I still struggle with it sometimes, but if you learn that young to just go in, don't give a crap about what anybody else thinks, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, I feel like you'll be set for life because then you won't have really a care in the world um, and you can just be yourself and, and be confident in that. Right. Because nothing's personal, which is a yeah. hard lesson to learn, but it's just in this business, things are so subjective that it uh-huh. just, once you, once you understand that things are that way and that nothing is personal, that's when you can grow. That's when you can shine in what you're good at and what you know uh-huh. you're, what you know you can bring to the table when it comes to the theater industry. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Courtney, you are so wonderful. I'm so glad we got to chat today. I really hope that you stay safe and healthy. And I hope you can join those ladies on stage very soon. I hope so. That would be great. I'll be there the first day it opens. Yay, come. Yeah. Um, But thank you so much, Courtney. You're wonderful. Thank you. So are you. Thanks for having me. 
If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it, tag at Actor Aesthetic, and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and also hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barra signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.